Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Hayden with the Hill Pursuit Podcast. Man, it has been a while. We haven't had an episode in quite a while. Sorry about that, but we're back. This is episode 65. Today's episode, we talk a little bit about everything, to be honest, because there's a lot to talk about. We haven't had an episode in quite some time. Um, Today, we discuss uh, an upcoming race that I have, the Akron Full Marathon. We talk about what we're doing with our training, what's going on in Mitch's life, what's going on in my life, how to deal with stress, how to keep your mental game pretty sharp. We talk about some new announcements, um, some related to some coaching stuff with a new triathlon team that I'm going to be helping uh, to coach, Victory Multisport. I'm super jazzed about that. So um, make sure you listen in and catch some information related to that. Um, we also discuss um, – where the website is going, hillpursuit.com is going to be updated very soon. Um, we talk a little bit about everything uh, related to marathon goals, marathon pacing, um, adrenaline, what my taper has looked like, um, and just kind of how to deal with stress um, and, and the importance of just having experience, kind of being in that pain cave, what that looks like, what it feels like, and how to deal with it when you get there. So Thank you for listening. This is episode 65 of the Hill Pursuit Podcast. Enjoy the show. Yo, man, what's up? How we doing? Good, man. How are you? Good. Good. Been, been a little while since... Uh, since we've graced the podcast stage, but here we are, we're back. Yeah, I this this could be our longest stretch that we yeah. never did a podcast. But I know I, it's oh, it's it's been forever. I was like looking back earlier. It's not quite, but close to two months, which is just wild for us because we've been significantly more uh, consistent than that for so yeah. long. But yeah, we've just been. We've both been super, super busy. So, anyways. Um, Needless to say, we're here tonight. We are here, yeah. And speaking of, uh, speaking of we are, we, we were in the same location recently, Dude. and we we could not uh, meet up, or I guess I, you know, you're hating on me for whatever reason, but I left the game early, you know. We went to a yeah. Penn State game and sat in different, sat in different sections, but. We were probably like fifty yards from each other, and, you know, and, and like honestly, there's horrible reception in that stadium. So I'm trying to text you and call you, and you know, because it's a noon game. It's not like you're, you know, we're not there like crazy early doing stuff. But yeah, it yeah. didn't work out, and uh, yeah, you know, any of your calls. Yeah, I know. And yeah, left and early, but. Fairweather fan left. Yeah, uh, there it is. There it is. The Fairweather fan. Yeah, left a couple minutes short. Yeah, typical. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah. What I mean, what's going on? Let's just catch up for a for a hot second here. What's new with you? How are things? What's what's going on with training too? But you know, anything and everything else. Yeah, man. I think. Well, I think the reason it's not like we haven't been doing anything. Yeah. Um, has not been out of being lazy, which is why we haven't podcasted. Um, I think it's more out of us. Just we've had some stuff we both had to wrap up, you know. Um, just bought a good chunk of property, so I kind of been. Yes, that's right. 
Yeah, kind of been uh, working that and some of the out in that. That's been taking a lot of time up. Um, hunting season's here, and it's an embarrassment, man. Um, it's the least I've ever been prepared. Um, really? Yeah, man. I mean, I was kind of in the transition. You know, we sold the house and buying properties. I, I kind of been looking at it like this. It's, uh, I mean, I shoot my bow pretty much all year round, but where I was living, I lived in town, which I didn't grow up in town, so I didn't, I didn't really have a place to shoot my bow besides in my garage. So yeah, grant some reps in, but close distance. But um, now I, you know, where I live, where I'm staying now, until we get a place built on the property, I don't have a place just to shoot my bow right now. Um, I'm, but now that we bought the property, I'm definitely gonna start shooting. I have set up a target and start shooting. And where I live, the season opens up pretty early. So just ha having the thought that I haven't been out when the season has started is pretty frustrating. Um, and then back uh, back where I grew up, season starts in about three weeks. So I'm kind of just trying to keep it in the back of my head that, hey, I, I set myself up um, to be able to hunt where I live forever, you know. Um, and if this year is a little bit different, you know, I'm definitely going to get out. Um, I'm going to get out a lot. It's just uh, it's not as early as I was hoping, and you know I didn't definitely get the scouting in that I wanted. But you know, um, like I said, uh, it's kind of just setting myself up for for the future. And if one year is a little bit wacky, mm. so I'll I'll definitely make up yeah. for it. So, but training's good, man. Um, been rocking and rolling five three one. Um, have uh, next week and the week after. Um, have some stuff and I've been training just specifically nothing, you know, nothing too crazy, but I had to rev up the conditioning a little bit for it. Um, so nothing wild for me per se. I'm um, just kind of helping out with some stuff and, uh, yeah, man, feeling good body. Uh, Jiu-jitsu, I haven't been rolling as much. Like I said, moving kind of took me away from that gym, like an hour and a half away. So convenience wise, wow. kind of. But like I said, it's all, I'm kind of setting myself up. So, um, but besides that body feels great. Um, I can't complain, man. I know, I know if you've been getting after it, you have a big week coming up. So nothing special for here. Yeah. Dang. I didn't know you were, uh, going to be that far away from your gym. That's, that's unfortunate, but, um, I mean, like you said, though, you're setting yourself up to do what you can on your own property and that's pretty sweet. Yeah, and once once we get that settled, I'll probably be twenty minutes from the jujitsu gym. Okay, so, okay, all right. Just kind of in luau right now, and yeah, sometimes that happens. Okay, I got you. Yeah, that's cool. Well, nice. Yeah, I know. I I literally took a few uh, quick notes because I feel like so much has been happening that I, <laughs> that I could update just you know the podcast, of course, but just you, you know, our schedules are just not aligned aside from just like a random text here and there about, you know, whatever, but yeah, dude, a lot's been going on. So I guess first and foremost, I have to, I have to give this, this little announcement because I'm like super sauced about it. Um, well, first of all, I'm getting my USA triathlon certification. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm like 99% done. I'm literally just waiting. The last step of the, the certification process is um, to get a background check. Um, once you complete all of the like learning modules and answer all the questions correctly, um, or at least sufficiently enough to, to quote pass, I guess, 
Um, then you have to get a background check and that's all I'm waiting for. It could literally be done as early as tomorrow, but, um, yeah, I'm really excited about that. I'm, I'm going to be, um, the reason I'm getting it is what I'm even more excited about is, um, like I, I mentioned to you just in, you know, through text or a quick phone call, but, um, I'm going to start coaching triathletes with, uh, victory multi-sport and I'm just like super excited about it. The community is awesome. Um, and I actually got a chance to basically meet everybody. Now I say everybody, like a bunch of the owners and coaches at, I didn't even tell you this at, um, a race over the weekend, a local race, the, the mighty Moraine man that is at the local state park right by my house. It's a race that I normally do. It's a race I normally compete in like either the sprint or the Olympic distance triathlon, but because I'm running a marathon in a few days, I didn't want to have to like train for both. So I just chose not to race this one because I didn't want to train for it on top of open marathon, which is uh, an animal of its own, I guess. But anyways, so they had uh victory multi-sport had like 15 or so athletes, dude. And it was just an awesome day. Like these athletes were just crushing it. A bunch of like age group podiums, age group first place finishes. Um, I think there was an overall podium. And it was just like, it's just an awesome day to just hang with everybody, get to know some people, um, hang with the coaches, meet the athletes, encourage athletes. I mean, it was just, just awesome. I'm just like super excited about it. It's going to be really fun. Um, doesn't really change anything with Hill Pursuit, um, formally, I guess Hill Pursuit is, is just like working with, uh, essentially with as an extension of victory for, uh, triathletes and some endurance athletes. So just super excited about it. A really cool opportunity. And, um, you know, I have my foot in that world of, of triathlon and now I'm gonna, um, start coaching triathlon specific athletes and I'm just super jazzed about it. So, that's also new. Um, I guess more on that later, but for right now, uh, you know, that's where that's at and I'm just excited about it. But yeah, with training, um, I can't remember if I texted you about this, but dude, I hurt my back last week. Did I tell you yeah. that? Uh, you just said your back was tweaked. I didn't get the specifics. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah. So two weeks ago, um, Two weeks ago, I was like back and forth whether or not I should have a one week or a two week or close to two week taper for this race. I basically trained like eight or nine straight weeks for this with like maybe one down week somewhere in the middle there, not quite in the middle. But two weeks ago, I was just like burnout. I was just like not enjoying my sessions. I wasn't really like looking forward to it. I had some really good sessions and some really bad ones. Mm-hmm. And I was just thinking to myself, maybe this is just an indication that I'm overtrained. Like maybe I need to just taper for two weeks instead of one, like instead of training for another week. You know what I mean? Right. So I was back and forth. I didn't know what I should do. It was like midweek. And then I ultimately I just decided, all right, I'm just going to taper for two full weeks. So last Saturday, not a few days ago, but, Saturday before 
I still decided to run my 20 miles as my long, my last like long run. And honestly, it felt great. It felt really good. I executed exactly how I wanted to execute. Um, and then I decided to taper after that. I tweaked my back on like Monday or Tuesday of the following week, literally doing nothing. That's the worst part. Like, I, I, that just frustrated me so much that because I, it, it's like an old injury that from time to time, I just like re-aggravate and I knew exactly what it was when it happened. And I knew in my head, all right, this is going to be five days before I can run again, because it's, it's been like that before. And I didn't run at all until, you know, a few days ago. And, you know, it's just, fr it's frustrating. Um, you can't lift if you have a tweaked back. You can't, you know, you're not going to row. You're not going to, I mean, riding a bike might have been okay, but I elected not to do, not to even try that. I wanted to be really careful to make sure that I could recover. Right. Recovered fairly well. I had a really good track session. Actually, ironically, a couple track sessions. Um, and I think I'm good. You know, I feel, I feel good the last couple runs that I've had. Um, but because of how it happened and the timing of everything, I'm actually like today's Wednesday, the race is Saturday. So there's only two more days in between now and the race. I'm just taking to, I had a really great session today. I'm just taking the next two days off. Um, I have busy work days. Like, dude, that's enough stress. I got busy work days the next two days. I have to travel to Akron, which isn't far, but you know, taking my kids and the dog, like, it's just, it's enough. I'm ready. I don't need to run or train the next two days. So I'm just going to chill. <laughs> um, yes. Not injured. I'm feeling good. And, you know, I feel like I can execute my, my plan. I mean, maybe I can execute my plan. We'll talk about that in a little bit, but um, yeah, I was like the second that it happened, dude, I was like devastated. I was like, how, why is this happening to me right now? Like, dude, I think back to my Ironman, which by the way, it was like a year ago, um, <laughs> almost to the day, which is wild. But, um, like two weeks before my Ironman, I got the flu. I don't know if you remember that, but it, I mean, that was forever ago, but, um, yeah. like stuff just happens, you know, I mean, what can you do about it? I, it's an old injury that, I ended up tweaking randomly that I haven't tweaked in like over a year and or probably a couple of years and it happened. And what are you going to do? You have to deal with it. Like I'm still going to attempt to run this race. I'm feeling like, honestly, I could say I'm feeling 95%. So I'm feeling very good, like very good. And the potential for feeling a hundred percent is even, it's not off the table. Like I have two more days. Yeah. There's no reason I shouldn't feel completely ready to run this race. So going to give it a go. Um, that's kind of a long winded update for <laughs> what's up with me, but, um, yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's what I got. Yeah, man. No, that's, uh, we talked before, nothing's ever, most days are never going to be perfect. Right. And just kind of, you know, control. We always talk about control. What you can, and everything else just kind of happens. And, uh, yeah. You can almost expect something to go wrong going into something big, 
it's just kind of the nature of the beast. And at, at that point, it's just a mental game of how you're going to react to it. Yeah, I know. I know. Dude, speaking of, just real quick, just on that thought, I made a note of this earlier, but speaking about the mental game, like this week has been pretty stressful, honestly, just with not even like training stuff, just like work. Yeah. Just a, just a busy week. We have a lot going on at work and uh, it's just a busy time of the semester too. So it's whatever, a little bit more work stress than normal. And on top of that, it's just like the whole, the whole idea. And, and um, you know, I have to travel, I have to travel to this race. Obviously it's not my backyard mm-hmm. and there's just a couple, you know, that it seems like it's just going to be more stressful um, in the past few days. It's, it seems like the, the process of getting to this start line is just going to be more stressful than I would prefer in terms of, sleep and busyness and stuff with the girls and um so that's you know if i'm being honest it's kind of bothering me a little bit but like you brought up a great point like the mental game this is where it comes into play because this stuff happens all the time like it's it just never goes perfectly and it's like you know how how are you gonna how are you gonna deal with it because life happens and you know no (laughs) None of us are professional athletes. We don't get like we don't get to like travel to a location and sleep there for a week in a hotel and like get uh, all expenses paid, like full relaxation prior to an event. Like that's not how it works. So I, I don't know about you. That's cut you off. I don't know about you, but I kind of like flourish. Like, you know, I definitely have my weak spots, but those times where you know you're like crammed and then you have something big coming up. Like that's where I like thrive. I don't know why. Like it's kind of a, it's kind of like a love hate relationship. I kind of like man, like the whole embrace the suck quote kind yeah. of comes play in my head. It's like man, I got all this stuff to do, and the time is like minimal. And it's like some of the stuff I definitely probably have procrastinated on. And then, you know how they, they, I was just listening to something how they say if you procrastinate, people say they procrastinate because once like the you know the pressure's on, they have to get it done. It's not I don't do it for that reason, but that's kind because of, um, there's definitely stuff I don't procrastinate on. It just has to get done before you know this big event, whatever I have, this and that, whether it's work, training, such and such. But like I thrive in like those little like you know say like those little moments like man I gotta get all this done in order for xyz before xyz happens and i'm like man but when this but when when this happens it's going to be feel so good so yeah. I kinda like, like hey man it's like i have all this crap to do but when i step on that start line of the race like all that stuff is past me nothing else matters anymore like it's like it's like over it's like now i'm like this is all that matters at that point that's how i yeah. kind of relate and it kind of keeps you go- – for me, it keeps me going in those, like, whatever two days you have until that stress is there. And then that's just kind of fuel to get you to that start line. For sure. I think I think you're exactly right. And I've, I've experienced that before in terms of, like, having things not go perfectly and then, you know, relying on the adrenaline and, and you know, to to give you some energy and give you a little kick to – not just get to the start line, but then just like start well and, and race well. Yeah. Like I've had that happen before. I just know that for a marathon, it's like, 
that adrenaline lasts for maybe like, honestly, I mean, it lasts a decent amount of time, but it's like 90 minutes. You know, you get to like 10 miles. Uh, yeah, I'm not talking about <laughs> – Adrenaline's gone. Like, you better be ready. And I'm not talking about the, the, the adrenaline carrying you through the event itself. I'm right, more right. talking about the adrenaline, like, taking you up to that point. Because at that point, you know, like you said, adrenaline's going to fade, right? Um, at that point, it's just going to come the work you put in. Like, adrenaline's not going to carry you through. You know, I always relate that to some of the things like they have a big event coming up that's like PT oriented and they're like, yeah, the adrenaline will get me through. Yeah, no, it's probably not. If you didn't train the last whatever and prepare for it, the adrenaline will only take you so far and then your weakness yeah. is going to be right. Um, but I mean, kind of like I let that adrenaline kind of run me to the point. It's like, okay, now, now I get to be me. Now I get to put in all that work that, you know, adrenaline really doesn't matter at that point. Um, and now, now it's just, it's game on. So. Yeah. I don't know. I always kind of like those little, kind of like a mental game. It's either you're gonna let it crush you, or you're gonna, you're gonna use it to fuel you. Yeah, yeah. No, that's a really good perspective. I think uh, that's. Uh, I gotta like, honestly, I gotta reframe my my brain a little bit over the next day or two days so that uh, I can I can use that positively because I I definitely need to because I think uh, there's just gonna be some additional stress that. Yeah. I wasn't I wasn't planning on or prepared for and it might be sleep it might be just restful time it might be work stress you know it, it's just a there's a few things I know are are added in that I wasn't planning but um you know, that stuff happens so right and you know I, I don't know about you but it's a slippery slope where you could you almost want to feel bad for your well you don't want to feel bad for yourself but I think it's human nature where your mind's like oh man it would have been so nice if like yeah. I, 12 hours this night and could have woke up and had a big breakfast, but you know, that's not going to be reality for the week. But you're like, I could have enjoyed it that much more. And it's, that's where you got to kind of like switch your mind. But like, well, that's not reality. So, I know. so be it. <laughs> yeah. And that's like the stuff that's literally the stuff that I'm talking about is like sleep and like eating perfectly. And it just comes with travel. I mean, it's, right. it's a lot. I mean, it's a lot. Our dog is like, she's doing good, but our dog has had like some serious issues lately. Um, <laughs> I mean, I know that you, you had your fair share as well with your pup, but yeah. Uh, um, yeah. So that was just like an additional stress this past week, but she's doing good now. But um, you know, we're taking a dog and I got to put more attention into her too than normal. And just a little bit of everything. It's just kind of funny. And when you think about it, sometimes you sit back and laugh. It's like, yeah, this is a marathon. It's, it's not supposed to be easy and we're just going to make it a little harder for, you know, for the days leading up and getting to that start line. But once you're there, like you said, I mean, if you put the work in it, it should be there. So I'm hoping that it is. And uh, um, yeah, I'm really, I, I am really excited about it. I, I put a lot of time into this and um yeah, I'm excited to get to that start line. So, good. Oh yeah, let me talk about pacing strategy. So, I almost completely forgot. Um, pacing strategy. Have you ever run a marathon? I have not. You know, what I was thinking. I was thinking about just going out on the road and seeing how long it would take me to run a marathon distance. Yeah. <laughs> mm hmm. But no, I've never run an actual marathon negative. Yeah. 
So, I mean, mo I, I've heard people say, and I, I kind of agree with this. I've actually run, so I've run five now. This is my sixth this week in terms of a race. This right. is my sixth this weekend. And um, I've heard people say, and I also agree that it's not a 26.2 mile race. It's a 10 K. So the first 20 miles is like, you're just putting the time in to get to that 10 K making uh -huh. sure that make that last 10 K making sure you don't blow up, making sure that you're, you know, you're saving enough energy, all that. So um, that's kind of how I view those first 18 to 20 miles is don't do something stupid. Don't outrun your finishing time, you know, stay within yourself. Um, mm -hmm. So my best marathon ever is um, 408. And I think if I remember correctly, 408 ended up being like a 927 pace per mile, I think. That's literally just off the top of my head. Um, but mm -hmm. I, that sounds familiar for whatever reason. I, I don't know if that's 100% accurate. I could do the math quick, but my, my phone is actually dead. Um, so 927. And my goal for, for this race is 359.59. <laughs> just getting under four hours is my first goal. Um, after that, I have, you know, I, I have a goal of 350, but um, I think just getting under four hours would be a, a feat in itself for me because I've never been there. Um, so that being said, my, my pacing strategy is I'm going to break the race into four segments um, and not equal segments. I know some people who divide the race into like 6.5, 6.5, 6.5 and 6.5 miles. And I just like mentally, I need something to change when I yeah. get to the next split. So for me, I'm going 10, eight, six and finish is what I'm doing for my splits. And for the first 10 miles, if I average a nine, 10 pace, um, I'm on pace for my, it's not nine ten overall. I'm you'll, you'll see in a second, but if I average nine ten, that's the slowest I want to average to stay on my goal of under four hours, the next eight miles, I'm dropping it by five seconds to nine Oh five is the slowest. So I'll be picking it up just slightly for the second eight miles. What's unique about this course is there's actually a, a long, slow hill from 18 to about 19 and a half, close to 20 miles. So I have to plan for that accordingly. And I'm going to try to stay a little ahead of my planned pace so that I can pull back my effort from 18 mm -hmm. to 20. Um, but the, after 18, I'm going a six mile at a nine minute average. Um, after the 20 mile, so that, that six mile interval goes from 18 to 24. Now, after you hit the 20 mile mark, there's a good descent. So I'm hoping I can pick up some speed on some smaller downhills um, to make up for any time that I lose on the mile and a half, you know, uphill. So nine, nine minute pace for that six minute. And then if I can't pick up the pace for the last two, two and a half miles, uh, nine minute pace is going to get me to 359. But ideally, 
I'm going to drop that to under a nine minute overall, hopefully down to like 850 or so. And then um, get significantly under four hours by a few minutes if I can. But I don't know. I don't know exactly how I'm going to feel. Um, I've had a couple long runs where I would, I've hit what, you know, what I would think is the wall. Um, and it's good to hit that, I think, in training sometimes, not all the time, because you have to be able to call back on that feeling and say, look, I've been here. I can get through it. Mm-hmm. And when all you're doing is running and you have miles left, um, you need to have experience with what your body feels like and what your body is going through in order to like keep moving at a fast clip. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's the goal. Well, I don't know what you mean because I never ran a marathon, but well, you know what I mean in theory though, just having the experience of like embracing the suck. If you don't embrace the suck, right. That's what you said earlier. If you don't embrace that in training and it comes on in a competition or something, I mean, you're not prepared. Yeah. So you have to, you have to feel your body break down in training and get through it, not just feel it and stop. Like, don't just feel it and quit the workout or quit the session or quit the run. You have to feel it and keep going. And I actually did that. I had a couple of sessions like that, probably just two during this training block that I know that if I get to a really bad spot, I can call on those, those moments and, and tell myself, look, I've been here. I can, I can keep going. Yeah, no, I've uh, definitely been in a couple of those moments. Yeah, no, I know, I know. No, I've, uh, I, I, for, I read something one time, and it was, I think of this all the time now, and something just absolutely sucks, and, the, like, the pain's out of the chart. I forget what it was, but it was, uh, it was like, you don't give in to the pain. You just make small adjustments to adapt to the pain. <laughs> I'm like, that, uh, that's yep. awesome. You know, you don't quit. You don't let it break you. You don't let it break you. You just might have to change something small to adjust for it and account for it to keep going forward. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good. I like that. Yeah. Um, I'm going to store that in my brain so I can remember that. That was a good one. Yeah, absolutely. It's like, I forget, I forget what I was doing one time. I think I was running with like a rock on one time. And like uh, the thing was just riding me. Um, and it was like, I could not get it comfortable right. So I was just like, I had to totally change like my mechanics around or like adjust my bag. And like, in order like to get it like uncomfortable one area, it made some other spot uncomfortable, but it was like, at least it lessened the pain more. I'm trying to think what I'm saying. It still sucked, but not as bad. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, so it's just making those minor, those minor adjustments so you can keep uh, moving forward. But you know, like thing too, speaking of like uh, just running and stuff, my uh, my dad has been on a kick lately. Um, I don't know how much weight he lost. Probably, I'm going to say over 30 pounds. Wow. Um, he just went, uh, he had an appointment the other day. He gained about eight pounds of lean muscle. Um, he's been going to like a nutritionist and um, he's been running about five miles every day. What? Yeah. And it all started off of, uh, oh, he's wow. like, and like, this is a guy that, you know, old school, you know, I get my workouts from shoveling at work, lifting heavy stuff around. Um, and then he just kind of went on a running, you know, he's like, I, something's for hunting. That's pretty much what, uh, you know, it changed for is like, I need to stay in shape. So he started walking um, and then he started walking, he got a weight vest, started walking with his weight vest. 
then it turned in like, Hey, I'm going to take my weight vest off. I'm going to start running. Um, so now he like changes up between walking with his weight vest and, uh, going on like five, like he, he ran you know, like five miles and I was, I happened to be home and I'm like, I wanted to go on a little run because like, I had, we don't have hills really where I live. So I wanted to get some running in on hills. So I was like, say, all right, I'll go with you. And we just like busted out another three miles. And it was like, first time I ever ran with my dad right next to me. So, uh, so <laughs> that's was, awesome. that was, that was pretty cool. So that's a, I, I want to give him credit where credit's due because it's, yeah, uh, heck yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's pretty sweet. So that's really cool. That's really cool. Yeah. It's awesome. Proud I, love see, I love to see that. Yeah. I mean, yeah. dude, I, I love that about running. I mean, running is like, not not the activity itself isn't easy but it's one of the easiest things that anybody can do and that's exactly how you do it you start by walking yeah. you start by walking you start by increasing the intensity of your walk you start to trot you add in some intervals maybe throw a weight vest on take it off and start jogging i mean th- that's that's literally to the t of how somebody starts running all you need to do that is a pair of sneakers and outdoor space yeah man he uh my mom would send me a picture and i talk about like an old school dude he was running in like these old sneakers and cut off jean shorts why not <laughs> and then uh and then they went and got him like an actual training like sneakers like some training. i love that though i love that yeah that is all you need that's all you need i love it that's great yeah like obviously we, we vouch for like coaching and stuff like this but you know, it goes to show you, you don't need like a legit coach to get you to that point, right? It was literally a crawl, crawl walk, run. Yeah, yeah. It was like, I said that to him the other day. I'm like, Dad, you're literally like we're the definition of a crawl, walk, run, you know? Um, and Man, it's pretty- that, is, that is just so awesome. That's so cool to hear. Yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. I didn't want to bring that up, so. Yeah, sweet. Well, congrats to Papa Moyer putting in that work and dropping the 30 LBs and running – Dang, 30 plus miles a week. That's intense stuff. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. <laughs> There's definitely something on the horizon. I mean, I think something's going to brew out of it. I don't know what. Like, uh, That's really cool. He's talking about entering something. I, he He's not a guy that I think would just go on a marathon. I think he needs something like uh, whether it's like a go rock challenge. Or, yeah, that'd be cool. You know, something something like that I think he would enjoy. Or if it was like uh, something with like shooting a bow, I think. It would be uh, you'd enjoy that even more. So we'll see where it goes. I mean, yeah. right now, see him get uh, like becoming more fit. So that's awesome. Good stuff. Well, yeah, keep us updated on that for sure. Let's let's call it for the night. You got anything else? No, man, I don't. Yeah, that was that was a good episode. It's nice to catch up for sure. Um, yeah, definitely get up together afterward too. Yeah, if you're yeah if you're listening, just know that we are. Uh, sincerely sorry and we will we will absolutely continue to put these episodes out and and try to be a lot more consistent and a little bit more frequent for sure that was definitely um unknown territory and i doubt that would happen again the the stars kind of aligned in perfectly imperfectly i think the couple Mm -hmm. times that we tried to cast and it just like didn't happen so um anyways this was episode 65 right yeah, yeah, check us out. Check us out on all the social stuff. Uh, we're at Hill Pursuit. Um, if you want to send us an email, start a conversation, hillpursuit at gmail.com. We have the website as well, hill, hillpursuit.com. That reminds me, 
We're going to update the website very, very soon. So check that out too, because that is another change or update that um, I meant to talk about briefly, but I don't really have much more than that anyways, to be honest, but um, hillpursuit.com is not going to go away. It's actually just going to be updated. So um, it's going to, it's, it's, it's going to be pleasantly, you'll be pleasantly surprised if, if you check it out in the near future. So keep your eyes uh, on that and um, you can access the, this podcast and any and everything else, all other podcast episodes through the website, but also uh, Spotify, Podbean, Google Podcasts, and now Apple as well. Um, what else am I missing, Mitch? We haven't done an outro in forever. I feel like I'm missing something. No, I think you got it all, man. And, uh, <laughs> so, yeah, this is episode 65. You got anything? You good? Good luck this weekend, bro. Oh, thanks, dude. Yeah, we'll see you guys next time.